Welcome to Disney Honor Roll. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Sharon. We are two teachers who love our families, our students, and everything Disney. When we're not at school or taking care of our own children, we are dreaming of our next Disney vacation. What aspects of Disney will make our honor roll and which won't make the grade? You'll have to listen to find out. Class starts now. Welcome to episode 21 of Disney Honor Roll. Original release date, May 12, 2021. Today we will be grading It's Tough to Be a Bug, but first it's time for our morning announcements. Disney has announced the After Hours Boo Bash at the Magic Kingdom, which will replace Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party this year. It will run select nights on August 10th through October 31st. It will feature special decor at Magic Kingdom, special performances by the Cadaver Dance, attractions, themed food offerings, trick-or-treat candy stops, and special character appearances. Guests of all ages will also be able to dress up for the festivities by wearing costumes during this limited time evening event. What fun. I've never been able to get to a party like this, but it sounds like so much fun. I love that guests can wear, I mean, adults can wear costumes at the party because normally it's just the kids who can wear costumes throughout the day at Disney. And I love that they changed the name of the Dapper Dance. Yes. So fun. So cute. And I know last year they let adults wear Halloween costumes all day because there was no Mm -hmm. after hours party, but I'm assuming that is not the case this year. Yeah, probably not. All right. So let's continue talking about the Disney wish announcements. Like we started last week, we're going to talk this week about a few more onboard activities that families can enjoy. All right. Let's talk about the hero zone. Action packed physical challenges and game show style competitions can be found at this groundbreaking recreation space where families are invited to play together. There will be sports court, a uh, game floor, a playground, and a movie theater. This sounds like double dare. It does. <laughs> it does. Wrong network, but best. Oh my gosh. Yep. That sounds like so much fun. I will definitely be spending time there. Oh, I used to love that show. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Back to the wish. <laughs> there will also be a new entertainment venue called Luna, which will feature family fun during the day and elegant entertainment at night. Here you can find live music, comedy, and family game shows. There will also be two screening rooms, Wonderland Cinema and Neverland Cinema, inspired by Alice in Wonderland and Peter Pan. And here you'll be able to view first-run films. Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. I like that. And so cool that they have two different ones. It is. Normally there's just one. Mm-hmm. So adding so much. Let's move on to our progress reports now. We would like to say thank you again to our Patreon supporters for your financial support of this podcast. If you like what you've been hearing on our podcast, please visit patreon.com slash Disney Honor Roll to become a teacher's pet, a salutatorian, or a valedictorian. There is going to be new exclusive content there in the upcoming weeks, just for our Patreon supporters. So exciting. I'm so excited to film some new stuff for them. I know. It's going to be great. Another report, Animal Kingdom is inching back towards normal with the debut of Celebration of Festival of the Lion King this past weekend. That reminds me of a taste of the Food and Wine Festival. (laughs) Yes. So this celebration features all of your favorite songs and performances, with the exception of the Flying Bird and the Tumble Monkey sequences. All right. Well, it's still most of the show. Mm -hmm. 
Additionally, Disney has announced that three restaurants are scheduled for reopening. Chef Mickey's will be opening for dinner service on May 16th. They've been open for breakfast so far. The Cape May Cafe will open on May 18th, and Tusker House will be reopening sometime in the summer of 2021. I, for one, and I know you, Chrissy, we are so glad to hear that more restaurants are opening, and that means more cast members are being called back to work. Yes, it's so great that they're opening these restaurants, and it will help the crowds, too, I'm sure. The more places you can eat, the less demand there will be on other restaurants that are being way too overcrowded. Yes, and it was already very hard to get reservations during that time frame. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I tried. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move on to our report card. Again, we are grading It Is Tough To Be A Bug. It's Tough To Be A Bug is a 3D film based on the Disney Pixar film A Bug's Life. The attraction opened in Disney's Animal Kingdom on April 22, 1998, which was the first day of the park, but it was actually seven months before the movie debuted in theaters. That's odd to me. Yes. Because they don't do that nowadays. I guess they really needed something to be the main attraction and that kind of fit the bill, so. That makes sense. Yeah. Either that or they had a lot of faith in this movie. (laughs) Yeah, which I feel like was misplaced. (laughs) Well, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. A second version of the attraction opened in Disney California Adventure at the Disneyland Resort on February 8th, 2001, but it closed permanently on March 19th, 2018. It uses lighting in the theater, 3D filming, audio animatronics, and various special effects. It was the first Pixar attraction to open in a Disney park. The first and the worst. I'm just going to say it right now. (laughs) As of this date. (laughs) Give me the alien swirling saucers anytime. Right? (laughs) We're we're giving our opinions away already. Goodness. I know, I know, I know. Shush. (laughs) Okay. Let's talk about the queue, which is actually pretty fabulous. It is. So the Bugs Life Theater is located inside of the Tree of Life. The queue is located outdoors with the preloading area right inside and underneath the tree. Now, this part is really cool, all right? The queue features parodies of renditions of songs from famous Broadway shows using bug sounds. (laughs) So it includes Beauty and the Bees, like Beauty and the Beast, Tomorrow by Auntie instead of Annie, Um, Hello Dung Lovers by The Dung and I, which is a parody of Hello Young Lovers by The King and I, and Tonight from Web Side Story. Mixed with Flight of the Bumblebee. (laughs) So fun. Chrissy and I are both musical theater people, so we love this stuff. (laughs) I would have loved to be in the room where they were coming up with these ideas. (laughs) You know? No one else was in the room where it happened. (laughs) (laughs) I can just imagine a bunch of people sitting around the table just throwing out ideas and seeing what sticks. Oh, we would have had a blast with Mm -hmm. that. (laughs) For sure. And our our Weird Al fandom coming through. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, If you guys didn't already know about Chrissy and I, we both also love Weird Al. So that's another podcast for another time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) While you're walking through the queue, you wind around the tree and you can get up close views of the animal carvings that are on the tree of life that aren't visible from other areas. Once you make your way underground to the pre-show area, there are posters featured of the various bug acts from the show, as well as the insect parody of musicals like we mentioned, Beauty and the Bees, Auntie and Website Story, The Dung and I, Little Shop of Hoppers, and My Fair Ladybug. Little Shop, 
I'm going to be singing these songs all night now. <laughs> and each poster also has facts about the bugs that are featured in that movie. A little educational. I got such a kick out of seeing those posters last time I was there. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, my kids were too small to understand. I'm like cracking up, you know. <laughs> I I love how Disney always puts in those things that adults can appreciate and the kids have no clue. <laughs> yes. They are really good at that. Yep. So I would go through the queue for this ride and then just skip the ride itself. <laughs> just skip it. All right. Well, well let's, let's tell them a little bit about it first. The average wait time is normally about 24 minutes and the show itself is about nine minutes. Now let's go through the show. So as guests enter the theater, they receive 3D glasses because it is a 3D show Flick the Ant from the movie hosts the show and he educates the audience on why bugs should be considered friends. No, thank you, Flick. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Flick introduces different bug acts, including a tarantula. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay. Can't even say the word, but this, uh, this big old thing throws quills (laughs) and a termite that sprays his termite spray at the audience. An audio animatronic hopper then appears with a can of bug spray that sprays the audience as well, and the theater goes dark. If you guys don't remember, hopper is the grasshopper. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, As of March 2021, the theater no longer goes completely dark. According to reports, it goes mostly dark, but there's still some lights. I was there April 1st or 2nd. I don't remember either way. But it was pretty dark still. So guests can actually feel the bugs moving in their seats with poking sensations. No, thank you. Uh, and then I can't even. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So then the Black Widow spiders drop from the ceiling. Mm. Hopper gets scared off. And so does Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> and the show ends with a musical number by different bugs. And then the final surprise when the show is just about over and you're about to leave they allow all the bugs to leave first, and you can feel them scampering under the seat as they leave the theater first, mm-hmm. which, again, not fun for me. Nope. Nope. You should see us. We're both, like, squirming right now yeah. as we're saying this. It's gross. <laughs> I don't – I want to know the percentage of people that actually enjoy the, that, like, boys, I guess. I feel like <laughs> there's some weirdos out there. No, I'm just kidding. If you're listening here and you like it. Please let us know. We would love yes. to have you. Tell us why. Come talk about the positives of this to us, please. (laughs) So, Chrissy, what would you change about this attraction? Um, Everything in the theater, pretty much. Uh, The musical musical number at the end, I can take. That's cute. It is. The queue is awesome. The little pre-show area with all the posters. The music, awesome. I love all that. But I just think that this is supposed to be the centerpiece of Animal Kingdom. And it just needs to be better. There just needs to be something else. I agree. I would definitely change the spiders coming from the ceiling. Oh, yes. Um, They always freak me out. I'm a bit arachnophobic. By a bit, I mean a lot. I just got the shivers. I know. I know. Just thinking about it. I think I've only seen this show three times. Once when I was a kid. And then again when I was with my youth group, my high school youth group in California. And we saw it out there at California Adventure. Um, I don't think I remembered the show when I went to it in California Adventure. I probably like blocked it out. <laughs> but um, once those sp- spiders came out of the ceiling, then I was I was done. Yeah, 
buried my head in my friend's shoulder. and <laughs> I just avoided it after that until this past trip in March that I went on. My kids were really excited to go see it. And it's one of the things that they could do. And they were there. So I sucked it up and I took them in there. <laughs> and honestly, I sat on the edge of my seat the whole time. So I didn't yeah. have to feel any of the bugs behind me. That's what I do when I have to go. But I didn't look like a freak. I looked like a caring mother because <laughs> <laughs> I was turned toward the boys. And then um, I also just, I knew where to not look. Like I knew to just don't look up, Sharon. Don't look up. Don't look up. Don't look up. <laughs> so, um, yeah, definitely very, very fake because it's all in this little theater. But, yep, not for me. No, I completely agree. I feel like I've only gone when I've been with people who haven't gone before. That's understandable. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't go like, hey, we've all seen it. Let's go see it again. No, no. I would understand if it's like walk on type of thing. No. <laughs> or if you have little boys who love bugs. Yes. Yeah. Well. I can imagine I will be again there soon with my son, but. Mm. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Rubric time, guys. You can find our rubric on Instagram and Facebook if you'd like to follow along. Find us at Disney on a roll. For Q theming, definitely the best part of this ride. It gets a three. Definitely. Q comfort, we gave this a two because it is partially indoors and the outside parts are pretty shady wait time versus ride length is also a three because nobody wants to see this show (laughs) (laughs) guest members set up we gave this a one now when i was there they did have a microphone in that you know pre-stage area and the cast members came on twice to say something but I don't know whether the microphone was just so muffled or if they were nervous and they weren't projecting their voices or something. And But you couldn't hear a darn thing they were saying. So, one. <laughs> yeah. For ride comfort, this gets a two. You can sit with your whole party. There are long rows of benches. However, it's just not comfortable to get poked in the back with a pretend bug. No. No, no I would say not. Definitely not. Ride maintenance and technology. We gave this attraction a three because it is well-maintained ride theming gets a two of course and ride extras it has just a few to anticipate so we gave this a one so that grand total is 17 points which gets a b which honestly it doesn't deserve it in my book i would have given it a d (laughs) now let's tell the listeners what we were talking about before (laughs) so anybody else who's a teacher out there will will understand this feeling when you have a student who is just continuously slacking off and they don't study at all for the the test. And of course you're hoping that they do well, but at the same time, you know that a poor grade will teach them a lesson. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how we felt about this one. We're like, oh man, it actually got a B. (laughs) Yes. We felt like it deserved a lower grade, but it squeaked it out because of the Q. Really, the Q saved it. Oh, the Q. Darn Q. (laughs) Well, we don't agree with this grade. Please tell us what you think about this grade. (laughs) Because our hatred of bugs might be getting in our way of liking this year. So this lands on the B list. And we have a very long B list now. Yes. So our list of Bs are Soren, Carousel of Progress, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Test Track, Expedition Everest, Dumbo, 
Small World, Dinosaur, and Navi River Journey. Woohoo! Lots of bees. <laughs> Get it? Because bees. <laughs> oh gosh. Yep. We need some sleep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> quote of the day. Want to take it, Chrissy? You might not feel like you can do much right now, but that's just because you're not a tree yet. You just have to give yourself some time. You're still a seed. And that was said by Flick in A Bug's Life. To which Dot responds, but it's a rock. (laughs) (laughs) I love that line. Uh. That's for you, Mom. But it's a rock. Alrighty, everybody, we would be honored if you shared our podcast with a fellow Disney lover. We appreciate all of the reviews and feedback that you leave us. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Honor Roll. You can reach out to us there. Email us at DisneyHonorRoll at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for listening, everyone. Class dismissed. See See you real soon. soon.